0: Welcome to Talk, I this is a true story of three strangers picked to work at Campion and had their lives mine First,
1: we were being played and started getting real, I'm Eric. Ezra, Brockwood Elementary, Class of 06, not the Dictorian.
2: It's Morgan, I'm not a regular mom, I'm a cat mom.
0: I still hate it every time, yeah, it every doesn't time get, get, get better. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, hey guys, welcome back to Porch Talk, we got a lot on the docket, first things first, help us out, share the podcast with a friend and also, very important, just leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, helps us grow. Takes two seconds to hit that. Five stars or a little review. Shout out to you. We appreciate it. With that being said, let's jump right into this thing. Does anybody have any pre-first topic
1: topics? Yes, but it's a quick one. I don't like to fight with my people, but I've got to. Here's my quick take. I am on the verge of stripping the ability of starting a petition to strip the ability to purchase crab legs, shrimp, And the eggs away from black folk. And here's why these TikTok chefs are doing too much, bro. Literally, our kids were not yesterday. I clicked on a TikTok chef who had not only deep fried shrimp on top of his deviled eggs, but he deep fried the whole deviled egg afterwards. No. I was like, what are we doing? (laughs) Like, shrimp, crab legs, and now eggs are starting to be putting stuff that it don't need to go in.
0: Oh, man. All right. I thought you were saying, like, people were using them too much, so you were going to crack down on it. But, no, the egregious uses in the kitchen seem to be the issue.
1: Yeah. And Andu's sausage is getting close because I saw Andu's sausage, mashed potato, and I was like, what's going on here?
0: You think the issue is, like, we've become so, like, anybody can post anything and it can pop up, especially with TikTok, where it's, like, people are just, put this random shit together and they're like chefs and people follow these recipes is that the issue
1: i think it has something to do with that and how like easy it is to gain a following but with that same thing there's so it's so easy to get into and there's so many tiktok chefs instagram real chefs you've got to do something to stand out and now they're doing like egregious things to stand out
0: yeah i mean all right, if you wanted to put the the shrimp on top, this one thing, but then to deep fry the whole thing, which is, you're doing too much at that point.
1: Yeah, I was like, this is like trifling now.
0: I can't even imagine a deep fried egg is good.
2: I, mean, I don't even really like eggs that much, but that just sounds terrifying.
1: I'm probably good for two barbecue, like at a cookout deviled eggs. Like a deviled eggs is a nice like palate cleanser. It's light to a degree, but by no means do I, like, enjoy deviled eggs. So for him to be, like, whipping up deep-fried, topped with deep-fried shrimp, deviled eggs, it's just like, bro, like, what is going on?
2: Ew, deviled eggs really freak me out. I'll never eat that. I
1: feel like they're not even
0: bad. They're just, like, it's just like the egg and they, like, make a little... Fuck, I'm blanking. I'm out. I'm out
1: on it. I don't have and it. You just, like, take the yolk and wet it, if we're being honest. Some people use mustard. Some people use mayonnaise. Some use a mix of both.
2: uh, Mayonnaise on an egg?
1: No, you're not putting it on the egg. You're like beating it into the yolk. Yeah,
2: whatever. I don't think I want to eat that.
1: Nah, my mom will give you a double egg to change your life, girl. I have a quick take about
0: Pete Davidson. Okay. Why does he treat his body with tattoos like his body is like a dry erase board? Like, this man's just getting tattoos for no reason. I saw recently he got a tattoo with the initials were K, N, S, C, and P. And it was like, apparently, people are just speculating it's a reference to Kim and like the four children that she has. I'm like, yo, that's crazy. Like, you've been dating this girl for like a minute and you're getting tattoos of her. But like, this isn't the first time and it's fucking stupid.
1: I hope this is Cap. Because last night I seen, he was, um, what is that, John? He was the Healthy Water brand, like, sponsor and he was getting all his tattoos removed smart water so I hope yeah. this is a cat
0: because I've never really. seen
1: it no, I think New it's tattoo to...
2: um, oh,
1: he's dumb
2: I think if it was about the kids that's kind of crossing the line however I think he gets tattoos anytime like something meaningful or like someone meaningful comes into his life like it's a thing he's been doing it. That's why he going so many
1: tattoos. He strikes me as that person who is like super passionate and emotionally like attached to everything, and I feel like he might be like one of those people who gets like too deeply invested way too soon. Yeah, but I he does seem like he—he like he, he seems like he genuinely means well, though. So it's kind of tricky.
0: Yeah, maybe it's just like the thought of a tattoo being in theory permanent, you know, like maybe after you're dating someone for a couple months, don't just immediately get them tattooed onto you, you know, just relax a little bit. No, absolutely. Um, All right, let's jump in. First topic of the day. Good quote for you. There is no such thing as future. We as humans made it up uh, to overvalue hope down the road and undervalue the current situation that we're in.
1: When I seen that shit, I was like, damn, damn. Because honestly, it makes sense. Because when everyone's talking about their future, like, you don't hear niggas who are doing great talking about the future. They can't wait till next year or fuck. They're going to get it right next spring. Niggas who are doing good. They living in that moment. and They happy. It's generally only people who have like fallen on hard times or in a slump or like something bad is going on. They're always the ones who are, like talking about the future. Tomorrow's a brighter day uh, we got next month to look forward to. And at some point it comes down to, are we overvaluing hope to undervalue the current shitty situation we're in?
2: Because honestly, the future really doesn't exist. Like you could die any second. and that's it. The future is really just a vision, like hearsay. Like-
1: I'm not even gonna lie. I had a couple of other points on this, but you literally just made me completely curve because that is so right. You could literally die tomorrow. Like, what the fuck is a future?
2: Like, so you really need to focus on what's going on right now because who knows what the future is going to be if it, if you do have one.
1: So when people are preaching that, oh, it'll be better, it'll get better. Are we sure it'll get better? <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe I need to find a way to, to make positive that I get out this hole I'm in, cause I can't just hope it's gonna get better. Wow,
0: yeah. When he, when I was like reading this, when I was typing this up, and I was like, oh shit, like this is some heavy stuff. And I, I mean, I agree. Like, at what point? Like, I mean, think about this, right? I'll be, it'll be Monday. I'm like, damn, I can't wait until it's Friday. And the next thing you know, Friday's here, and then it's gone. And it's like, I was looking forward to this so much for it to be over with. It's like, bro, just enjoy like the time you have right now. It's art. We're already in May. Like, I think know. about how crazy that is. We're already in May. Like, Time is flying by. It's literally
1: flying.
2: I feel like I just blacked out all last month.
1: <laughs> I remember when we first got here, it was like, damn, all we got to do is make it to the winter and it's going to die down, and then it'll be better. And then it was, as long as we make it to the summer, we're good and we'll be out of here. And in between that time, this shit truly flew by. Like We have been here for nine months.
0: Yeah, man. It's literally... It is crazy how time is just flying by and it's it's not stopping. It's like, think about, it, like, I'm going to go on vacation, like, the end of May. And it's like, yo, I know it'll be like a snap of my fingers and I'll be going on vacation. Like, that's how crazy time is going to fly.
1: I guess the real beef here is, who the fuck was the first person to be like, eh, all this pain you're in, all your bad problems, fuck it. Don't even worry about it. Because you got something to look forward to. Whoever found out that they could like capitalize on somebody's hope, yeah, they probably made it out fat.
0: I mean, isn't that really the American dream? There's no guarantees of any success or anything, but you get sold on this idea of hope and freedom and success. But there's no guarantee. Like Morgan said, you could be dead the next day. You could also just never get any type of success. So if you're spending your whole life searching, trying to get this dream and you're not even enjoying it, you'll be on your deathbed and you'll be like, what am I even looking back on? I worked 80 hours a week and didn't get anywhere in life.
2: Yeah. I yeah, feel like I people use it as a cop-out too. Like they think that eventually their life is going to get great just from some miracle that's going to happen in the future. But that miracle is just never going to happen unless they are doing shit actively in the present tense. But they just live in a vision of like the future, and then just don't do shit.
1: I had a coach tell me one time when I was back in like high school that optimism is the worst thing you can you can instill in somebody. And when he said that, we were just like, "Yeah, you're fucking trash. Like, why are you working with, why are you working with kids if this is your rhetoric?" But like looking back at it, because hope, optimism, and hope are kind of like close. Looking back at it. This dude might have been 100% right. Because if you can, like, instill hope and optimism in somebody, you can get them to, like, look past all of their, like, troubles in some, like, far-fetched dream of life becoming better. That's so crazy.
2: Yeah, and I feel like a good example is, like, saying you're going to start working out on Monday. And then it's like, yeah, Monday I'm definitely going to get back to the gym. And then Monday comes, and that's not at all what happens.
1: Yeah, but why would you need to do that on Monday, Morgan? You can push it to next Monday. Yeah, the future's there. The future is right there, <laughs> and it's going. We're gonna go in the, in the future.
2: <laughs> One bad day doesn't mean they'll all be bad.
0: No, oh, it is crazy. Like even like I kind of love that your coach said that. It's like it's kind of that realism that you don't really comprehend or understand until you're much later in life, and you're like, no, that makes sense. Because think about it, like if you're just thinking that things are going to happen based on like the hope that they might happen, like Morgan said, you could just be, Oh, I'm going to start my own business and be successful. And you're like, I'm not really going to put the work in. I just know down the road, if I just keep doing this, it'll keep like growing. It's like, no, that's not really how this works whatsoever.
1: It's crazy. Cause that's hundred percent true. And the reason we were having this conversation, there was a couple of us in there because the coach that came to talk to us our junior year. One of the players on our team had an offer from uh, Louisville at the time, or he was getting an interest from Louisville, and he got sick with the flu, lost, like, 30-something pounds, and wasn't going to play anymore that season, and it was his senior year. And Coach, like, straight up, like, a man was just like, yeah, they don't want you. Your best bet's going to be D2 or D3. And, like, his trainer and, like, the other coaches were like, nah, if you work, they'll come back around. And this league was like, nah, the worst thing you can do is instill optimism in this kid. And I was like, that's fucking rough. But looking back at it, it makes sense. In that moment, I was like, this dude's a dickhead.
0: I appreciate that, honestly, though, because it's like, if you're saying that that kid wasn't getting any more playtime that whole season, it's like, bro, like, what are they going to go off of? Like, your tape doesn't mean shit. We need to see what you're actually doing
1: when we're going to take you. Yeah, that's rough. So what do we do? Are we saying we need to embrace the shitty presence when you have shit? Maybe not even shitty presences. Maybe just like embrace the present period. I think so. I think we get so bogged down
0: all the time on the future and what's upcoming and you kind of lose sight of what's going on in your day to day. Like you don't really appreciate it as much. Like I feel like if you're ever in your day to day life, feel like you're always thinking about the future. Like, what am I going to do later this week? Like, oh, what do we have planned going on? Like X, Y, Z. But like you're never thinking about like, damn, like this is a really good time. I think the only time I really enjoy life, like and I'm in the moment. Hey, I'm a balcony boy. I'm loving balcony season right now. These are one of the few times where I'll be outside, no matter the time, the weather, as long as it's nice out, I'll just be sitting there. I'm like, damn, this is incredible.
1: I think I genuinely enjoy a jog walk and I genuinely enjoy fishing. Um, a lot of other stuff, I'm just like, Ugh, the weekend almost here. Or I got plans two weekends from now. or Maybe next month I got this going. Literally, I go into work on Sunday, and I'm like, damn, I can't wait for Thursday. (laughs) Bro, it's so true, though. My whole week is just, I don't even think about nothing that happens during the week until Thursday.
0: Bro, I Literally, I'll have days at work where I'm like, I know I did stuff, but like, I almost feel like I blacked out or just have short-term memory loss because I couldn't tell you what I did in the day, but I know (laughs) I worked.
2: That's what I mean when I feel like I blacked out all last month because I was just so busy with work
0: and it sucks cuz it's like a you're in a vicious cycle If you need to work to have money to do things but then you need like you don't have the amount of freedom and time that you should to really live life it's like a vicious cycle this is why the two day work week or the two day weekend's not enough
1: it's a vicious cycle someone years ago sold us on american dream and we bought it we ate it up and for that i'm sorry Man,
0: I don't know. We need to we need
1: to figure this out. I think we gotta
0: be a, an in the moment podcast. That's what we gotta start pushing. In the moment, that's what we're all about.
1: You know how crazy it is? I was just thinking about the American dream. You know how crazy it is that like we're taught to like pursue the American dream, but like 99% of America works to create somebody else's dream <laughs> or to keep someone else's dream spinning. Yup. Like that's nice like story. actually mind blowing.
0: I mean, is the American dream dead? Like, isn't that, is not it just a fallacy at this point? It's not even real?
1: Um, I am one of the believers of the American dream has always been almost like a, what is it? An old wise tale or old wives tale. I don't think the American dream actually ever really existed. I think it was just something that was coined at some point, And then you heard enough people say it and it spread and it stuck. Kind of like fucking Uncle Sam. Like when people are like, oh, you got to give Uncle Sam's tax cuts. Who the fuck is Sam and why do I know this? It just stuck at some point.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it's like, I think the American dream is almost just based on like, if you go to America, you probably have a better shot than like countries that you were previously living in to like be successful and like make something of yourself. But I don't think it's very like the odds aren't much better. They're just slightly better. And that's what you're getting sold.
1: Not much better, and it also definitely depends on what you consider success. Because if, like, if you're coming for a company from a country where you didn't have a roof over your head or a meal to eat, you can find out in America will work. So the level of success is going to gauge. Well, how you gauge success is going to determine like if you ever achieve, I guess, your American dream. Because if all you wanted was freedom, the ability to go to your job, ability to speak freely, eat what you want, have as many kids as you want, shit like that. You can get that dream in America. A lot of the other dreams you were told as a kid you could have, you're not going to have that. How much
0: of success do you guys tie to, like, your income? Because I was like, I I feel like I make good money, right? And then, like, I was, there's some person on TikTok who just goes around and, like, asks people their salaries. I love her. Bro, and I was like, I was just, like, in a deep hole one day watching them, and I was like, yo, like, I make good money, but, like, these people make better money. So I was like, am I really making good money or is it just my state of mind?
1: She's also in D.C., I think. So their cost of living's kind of crazy. Yeah. To me, I think I think 40 percent will go to income or just money. I think the rest is probably the quality of life I live, because I know people who like have parents out in like the Midwest or like rural P.A., West Virginia, their parents is making like fifty, fifty-five thousand $55,000 a year. They had fat houses. They never needed anything. They lived a good life still because they didn't grow up in a city where you needed $180,000 double income to like fucking do anything. Just
0: live in so something the, livable.
1: Something livable. If I can live within my means, have everything I want, everything my kids want, and like we're all taken care of, I think in my eyes, I'll be successful. So it's probably 40% income and 60% quality of life. What about you, Morgan?
2: I mean- Definitely. Like right now, I wouldn't consider myself successful because I can't afford everything that I want in life. Plus, have a savings account too. I
0: mean, you're getting there though. You're about to be about to be the manager of that place at one point.
2: Uh, yeah, but I gotta wait until then.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see. I can see about forty percent because I think, obviously, you want to have a good income, and I think that kind of that income allows you to be successful in other avenues like if you think oh i have a nice house or oh i'm able to go on a nice vacation or like hey i can just go to the store and buy whatever i want don't think about it um but i do think there a certain amount of success is just like even just the happiness and like contentness within my life which kind of might be uh i'm blending over but i don't know there's i think i think people get way too bogged down in their career and all that and i definitely don't want to be that kind of person
1: Awesome. It makes me think of the like Wall the Wall Street like stock exchange exchangers, those like dudes who graduate with finance degrees, they go work on Wall Street for like three years, make more money than anyone ever thought they could make at twenty-two. Niggas are like damn near millionaires and quit their job and like go live down south or out west just to like regain themselves because they were working like twenty hour five day weeks for like three straight years. And at that point they got all the money in the world, but like do they think they're successful? Are they happy?
0: I don't know. Cause I feel like that's the issue. If you're going, if you're working hard, getting burnt out and then needing to reset, I, I don't know if you're really happy, but maybe, maybe you find the happiness once you're out of it. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it truly depends.
2: And you know what is kind of funny about that statement is like if you're working really hard and burning yourself out, like your present really sucks, but you stay at that job perhaps like in the hope like you'll be the boss one day so that's why you stick through because you have this idea of the future so that's why you kind of just don't Mm. even think about the present you just truck through it
1: circle it all around huh damn so maybe the future does matter
2: (laughs) (laughs) i know
0: (laughs) damn now I'm more confused. I don't know if the future matters or if it's real or if we should be living in the current life. This the,
1: future, the future is what's going to convince you to burn yourself out for 10-15 years for a promotion that's going to go to somebody else.
0: <laughs> mm, that's, that's that's the real life story. For the
2: CEO's like here. son. <laughs> Literally.
0: Oh god, that's the worst. You work your ass off fucking 60 hour weeks, that son graduates college, <laughs> doesn't know shit, takes your job immediately.
2: Went to college for something completely different. <laughs> yeah,
0: he went to he got like a fucking literature goddamn degree and he's taking over the company business and you're like, cool, fuck me, right? <laughs> Literally. All right, let's get some uh let's get some more interesting vibes going. Who's the most hypocritical person you know and what's the most hypocritical thing you do? You kinda of sent this in the chat and I was thinking like, are you just gonna start outing people on the podcast like this motherfucker's a hypocrite, like this person's a
1: hypocrite? No, I mean like li- literal people, like, you know, like you have relations
2: <gasps> with Yeah, I'm trying to think.
1: I'm going to say something that people may not love, but at least in my experience, it's true. The preference is by, I lived a good life. I was raised a great man. Um, <laughs> I love you. Um, <laughs> it is absolutely my parents. And here's why. I can't speak for everyone else. But like I tell people, I'm definitely from the South. We were raised a little different than some other people. I think some of like the old rhetoric from just like growing up in the times that like segregation wasn't too far before my parents plays a part into this as well. I'd say my parents are probably the bigger hypocrites I know because my parents are the type of parents who definitely raised us strong and raised a lot of us. But they're the type of people who are going to tell you not to do something and completely do it themselves and then be like... Don't do what I fucking do. Do what I say. And like to me, that's the biggest hypocrite I know. Like, You can't for years tell me so many different things like, don't do this, don't do this. But then I turn around and you're doing it like you're a hypocrite. You might have earned the right to be a hypocrite, but you're a hypocrite.
0: That is 100% the most classic parenting thing of don't do what I do, do as I say. And I hate it. I think it's so stupid.
1: Yeah, like I remember one time I was doing the dishes and I was told I couldn't put knives like the sharp knives the, not the butchers but like the steak knives or whatever in the dishwasher i was like i'm not washing all these knives i'm gonna put in the dishwasher yeah nah got an ass beaten for that i was like probably deserved it i i defied what i was directly told but then like two days later i see my dad loading these niggas up in the dishwasher and i was like what did we just talk about
0: god that's oh i love i love everything about that I and mean, you just you just have to deal with it like you just have to sit there and eat that and you're like cool cool cool
1: yeah,
0: like, there was nothing I could do. I asked, uh, I asked Anna who, I asked her this question to get some insight, trying to get some ideas going. She said that I was the most hypocritical person she's ever met, or that she knows, and I was like, that's an interesting take <laughs> to
2: start <laughs> off with.
0: But she didn't have any concrete answers for me, which is a little disappointing because I, I, I wanted some context. So apparently
1: I'm just a hypocrite all the time, which probably makes sense. That'll help in our reflection on the second part of this question. Moria, who do you have?
2: Um, I don't really know. I wish I had some time to really think about it, but at the top mm. of my head, there's no one that I would openly say on the air. That's super hypocritical.
1: Well, um, take this time to think about your most hypocritical thing, because <laughs> I'll share. I definitely had time to think about. it. I had time to throw some feelings out and ask other people for their opinions on like most hypocritical people in their lives and the most hypocritical things they do. Um. The most hypocritical thing I do, I think, is care a lot about things I think are passionate to me while telling people I don't give a fuck about what they are passionate <laughs> about. Like, if it ain't something that aligns with what I care about, I will very quickly be like, yeah, I don't care about that shit.
0: Oh, that's actually a great one. I'll very much like criticize Anna's driving, but God forbid she ever says anything about my driving. I'm like, bro, how about you fucking just relax and sit there? (laughs) I don't know. I'm trying to think of any other things. I feel like that's a very, it's a great question, but trying to think of like an actual tangible answer is like a deep dive. You have to deal on yourself. I know. All right. I'll give you, I, I wanted to look up real quick, like, hey, on Reddit, if anybody has any answers, I think this one is crazy. My crackhead brother. Somehow seduced his drug rehab counselor into running off with him on a two-week crack bender. Yeah, I don't yeah. even know. That's just
1: wild. But I feel like I always hear about like those sobriety places, and they're usually led by like somebody who also was like battling addiction. So at any moment they can relapse. I also think I learned recently that you don't get your token taken away the very time you relapse. What? You just keep your token. I, that's what I'm confused on because I've seen different takes on it. I know person that said that they were like sober for like four years, but they relapsed for like a two day bender in between this, and like still has this four years sober story. So I'm like, what's the rules on this?
0: Oh, cool. got one. Religious people are the biggest hypocrites of all time. The people who are like, we hate X, Y, and Z person, but then they're also the ones that are preaching like, love everybody, love your neighbor. It's like. You can't do both. Like That's just not possible.
1: I agree. You can't do those. Both. You come to my church and they're not going to say love everybody. I'll tell you right now. they got some <laughs> groups left out of who to love. <laughs> See, but I respect that way more
0: because it's always the annoying thing when people are like, oh, we just got to love everybody for who they are. But then two minutes later, you're like, well, these gays, we can't have them in the church because X, Y, Z. It's like, no, just say you hate gays overall and you hate. It's okay to hate people. I mean, I guess no, it is. I guess if you want to hate people, hate people, you know?
1: That's another thing we've tried to normalize that we got to get rid of. We are allowed to hate things and people. I don't know who the fuck taught this kindergarten class that everybody had to be friends and like everybody. Because it is <laughs> not true. Like...
2: Um, this one person said that um, his roommate would say how all animal products were bad for you and dairy in particular. How everyone should be a vegan, but then one day he saw him at a party and he was eating nacho cheese. Uh,
1: the worst quality of dairy.
2: <laughs> and they went, Oh, well, I mean, I'm not that serious about it.
1: Oh, got it. Got it. You're not catching someone red-handed will make them change their views. I feel like that
0: happens with politicians a bunch. Like every once in a while, you have a politician who's like very much like. Anti gay, and then it comes out like in a fucking article, like, oh, that politician's actually gay. And it's like, what are we doing here? Like, that never make it's always like Republicans, it never makes any sense. Those good old country boys. This This is a Morgan exclusive. What if your significant other changes their hair dramatically and you fucking hate it?
1: Is that aimed like at women? Like, if the woman changes her hair? No. Okay. There's only so much hair change a guy could do. So I was just trying to think of that. Um, I watched the Married at First Sight season where the dude told her up front any drastic hair change. She needs to run by him first because mm. if she went bald, he would not be with her. And she was like very taken aback by that. But I was thinking about that. That's tricky because like, I'm sure you wouldn't love to walk in your house and Anna's now bald. <laughs> like... yeah, I don't think there's anything. I just feel like at
0: least if you're going to do something drastic. Maybe a conversation real quick, like a little heads up, or like, hey, I think I'm thinking about doing this. What do you think? You know?
1: Yeah, That's I think. Yeah.
2: And guys are a part of it too. Because, like, what if this guy has a beard and he's so fucking fine? And then he cuts it all off and his face is just completely not what you thought.
1: I guess he should maybe talk to you before cutting his beard. The only benefit is a group, a beard's going to grow back very fast compared to hair on your head
0: not me bringing up the uh, previous topic but I would definitely be a hypocrite and say I'm not going to tell you what I'm going to do with my beard
1: no I was actually thinking of it. <laughs> like, come on that's a beard it's not drastic we're talking drastic I'd gaslight it is drastic I'd, I'd literally gaslight her I'd be like this is not a big change
2: You're a Wow, oh, Let's talk about two biggest hypocrites right now. I here.
0: love gaslighting people. It's so fun. It's
2: oh. crazy.
1: But nah for real that'd be hard. Um
2: No I'm I, I was talking to this guy once and I had just dyed my hair red. And he was like, Yeah, I'm thinking about dyeing my hair like around the same color. And I was like, Ew. <laughs> I wouldn't That's, not have that that's too far. <laughs> yes. First of all, that would look weird, just us standing next to each other, and also that would just look weird.
1: I'd hope a conversation would come. That's what I'd say. I'd hope a conversation came of it. And if it's a haircut and you hate it, you probably got to stand by it. You probably we got to ride. If
2: I got a mohawk and gelled <laughs> it up every day, would you just go with it?
1: At some point, I'd probably let my displeasure be known. But at the end of the day, I'd have no, like, real say over it. So I'd have to, like, kind of deal with it in the moment.
0: How, like, would you just lie for a while and let it go? Or would, like, immediately she walks in and you're like, Ayo, what the fuck is on your head?
1: Yeah, I think I'd be pretty upfront. I don't like don't this. I'm a pretty upfront person. But me not liking it doesn't change if you like it or not. And ultimately, I assume you're going to do what you like. Is that breakup worthy? No, but I do know dudes who are, like, very firm on they would not date a bald-headed woman. So, like, I know, like, some niggas who have, like, very attractive black girlfriends, and they're like, if she was to ever shave her head, that'd be it. This would not be my girlfriend anymore. And some of them stand on that. And I think it's almost, like, a fear they low-key have in their head because that's kind of, like, in now for black women.
0: We talking, like,
1: are we going Amber Rose bald? Yeah. You see... Ah, oh, you didn't watch uh, Love Island last season, did you? Nah. No. Was Cinco when I can't even remember these name. Yeah, where they're like sharing each other's do rags at night. That oh. could not be me. That's <laughs> too comfortable for yeah. my life.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like Amber Rose started that trend a while back when she was just the hottest thing on the block. But I'm not a I'm not a fan of it. I'll be pretty honest. I mean, just like I wouldn't shave my head unless I needed to. You know.
2: Short hair has always been a popular trend for black women. It's not a new thing.
1: No, it definitely has, but there are definitely some men who do not want to date short-haired women. For sure. When it comes to like that level of short. Morgan, would you ever shave your head?
2: No, not me personally. My head is way too big for that type of haircut. My
1: head is big.
2: Yeah, it would look massive. But I think it does look really good on other people, just not me.
1: It definitely it definitely works for some people. Cause some people I'll see and I'll be like, That's probably the best way to have your hair. And then other people is like, Who told you to do this?
2: Like I just instantly think of Nia Long and just how gorgeous really. she was or still is with her hair. But it's been popular forever. And guys have always found her attractive, but I mean, obviously everyone has their certain types.
1: Does that make you a shallow person? If like that's where you draw the limits on a haircut? If you don't
0: find like at the end of the day, if you don't find it attractive, like I feel like you can't like it's just not your thing. I don't think that's really shallow of you to be like, no, I'm not. That's not for me. Here's my problem,
1: though, because I've been learning this over the last year or two. And I've been taught to believe this now through very, very regular teachings of this. (laughs) At some point, are we willing to say that certain people's preferences are prejudice, which also makes them have racial undertone? And here's what I mean. When girls are women, when women or men are like, I like European features. Like, bitch, what's European features mean? You don't like niggas or you don't like black women? That's what European features mean to me. Or when people are like, well, I prefer my women to have lighter eyes. I'm talking like blue or like light greens. It's like, yeah, that's your preference. But like, is that preference prejudice? Because you're not going to go get no African woman with light blue eyes. Like, the chances of that is like almost zero. So some preferences can be built in prejudice.
0: Oh, I mean, I, I... I think the first one, uh, European features, is definitely prejudice.
1: People use that heavy when they're talking about like, I think it's like sharp jaw lines and like smaller noses and whatnot. Because you know they try to say like Africans and like blacks in general got bigger noses. So there's, I think they're generally talking about like smaller noses and like sharper chin or jaw lines, and those are the like European features they point to. But it's like, yo, like just just say you're not looking for niggas.
0: Your opinion, I think that was definitely more racist. I think short hair could be kind of dicey because anybody could do it. But like yeah. you said, if it's more prominent in like the African American, like black community, like yeah, that's there. But if you're like, hey, I don't want a girl who's like super jacked. That's there's no
1: prejudice. You just don't want somebody who's fucking massive. You know? Yeah, I agree. Some preferences can be your preference, but I gotta make sure I'm letting niggas know, hey. This one right here, that's not a preference. That's a prejudice. Yeah, I think it's like it's you
0: know it and you hear it and you see it and you're like, yeah, that one, that's that's not okay.
1: I know a black man who said he wouldn't date a girl with a certain texture of hair. And I was like, nigga, you you're what? not serious.
2: I think I said
1: I said the texture of the hair you're describing is nappy. Who does that belong to, my brother?
2: I think it's so unattractive when a black man will tell me like Oh, I love light skins. I I only date light skin. Though, like, I would never date a black woman, because hmm. why would I find that attractive? First of all, that's yeah. just so disrespectful. And like, what what is your mom? What is your dad? Like what? I just it kills me every single. I time. Think
1: <laughs> it depends on what type of mixed girl you happen to be, because some will eat that shit up, but those are the ones who like identify as a white girl still. Toxic. But the ones who don't, yeah, they usually find shit like that, like, unimpressive. And they're like, nigga, who are you? Like, who raised you?
0: You think that's ever not going to be a thing? Light skin versus dark skin kind of thing? I feel like it's just always been a thing.
1: It was a thing thanks to, like, slavery being embedded in us and the lighter skins having better jobs or less physical jobs than the darker skin. And then black people carry that on after that. I think it's starting to die. I think we're at a point now where it's starting to die down a lot and people are recognizing like dark women, dark men as like beautiful beings as well. We still definitely have a way to go. But I think the one that upsets, not upsets, but like irritates me the most is when it's like a different race who goes out of their way to seek light-skinned blacks. And then they're like, no, I do date black people. And it's like, no, you don't, nigga. Oh
2: my God, when I went to Delaware... Every single, like one of the, well, not every single one, but the majority of the guys lacrosse team hidden me in some way or another saying like, wow, well, like you're one black girl I'd hook up with. <laughs> like, oh my God.
1: So then they definitely thought they were spitting game. Like uh, she's going to eat this up.
2: <laughs> they literally call me Beyonce. And I was like, Okay. <laughs>
0: listener question suggested to us. Shout out to Bell for this one. Real quick one. I think it's a very common thing that people have thought about for a while. Bell said that old people need to retake a driver's test once they hit around 70. They're a liability on the road. We need to make sure that they're actually able and competent to drive.
2: 100%.
1: 70 is too late. It's got to be way before 70. I think think
2: like 50 yeah, let's
1: really? say like 50, 55.
2: And then every five years.
1: Mm. Yeah, I could cosign that one. Old people, definitely, because they're a big liability. I'm going to hurt someone's feelings. someone who got their license young, someone who may be trying to get their license young. We also probably need a longer like learning permit period. Because mm. like eight months ain't nowhere near long enough. If I'm being honest, you probably need to hold that thing for like three years.
2: Okay, that's excessive.
1: It's excessive. It's excessive if you're a good driver, but think about how many bad drivers you still know to this day that, like, you wouldn't want to get in a car with and get on a highway.
2: Because okay, you know, it's
1: people who came to mind just now.
2: No, I mean, I agree with you. Um, I had my permit for nine months, and then after that, you get your license. But I had missed the entire winter season, essentially, um, when I was learning how to drive. So my first day of having my license, I crashed my car.
0: (laughs) Jesus!
2: It took me a month to fix it.
1: (laughs) Oh my god, dude! Yeah, I don't know about this one. This one might have had to have that license taken, if I'm the judge.
2: Oh my god! And everyone was passing me because, of course, I did it like on the back road. So everyone was passing me like, "Oh my god! Oh my god!" And then I got to school. And I did not stop hearing about it. And then this one guy, he's never talked to me in my life and was like, huh, saw you this morning and then just walked away.
1: (laughs) Yes, sir.
2: He's the coolest basketball player at our school. And I was like, wow, that's the only thing he's ever said to me.
0: That's kind of incredible. Just never talks to you. Just saw your ass on the road, though.
2: (laughs) Didn't didn't bother to stop and help, but saw yeah. it.
1: Do we need to make them retest, so or we just need to take their license? So if they, you're just gonna take them at 50? No, I'm saying like maybe 55. Uh, I guess you work until 65. No, okay, here we go. The day you retire, you get your license taken. How, what are you gonna terrible. do? Terrible, but then they can't go. There's Uber. There's Lyft. There's public transportation. These diggers are liabilities.
2: Not some of them are really sharp still.
1: And you don't I have any income if you just retired. I think that's something we can do.
2: You make someone retire and then they have to stay where they live unless they have to call an Uber. So this old person now has to like worry about Lyft and Ubers. You just retire. said they were are
1: sharp. <laughs> They'll figure it out. It's Honestly, still annoying. If, if, if you you're going to make drive.
0: that a thing, I'm going to heavily invest in retirement homes because I feel like that's going to be the move. Where you just live in one that has everything. You don't need to drive anywhere.
1: I'm going to tell you right now, I've been a heavy retirement home person forever. Not necessarily the retirement home, but like the retirement communities, because we got a lot of them in like just Virginia in general. There's like three in Fredericksburg where like you can only I think they don't let you in if you're under 55. It's like literally a neighborhood. It's got like a clubhouse. It's got a little golf course. It's got a pool. It's got like things you can do. There's other old people. So you're amongst old people. Like, why are we not transitioning these people to these retirement facilities?
2: That is so terrible.
1: We like freedom. It's, it's terrible, but it's like, it makes, it's logical.
2: No. like Okay, I have this one client who comes in every single day and he is so sharp and he just retired five years ago. And every single day he comes in and he does cryotherapy. He'll do red light therapy or compression But if he doesn't do compression, he'll do the infrared sauna. And I just ask him every day like how it's going. And he's like, it's going pretty pretty well. Just got back from um, Florida with the boys. We had a trip. And then uh, this morning, I went to go play tennis at the club uh, and play some golf. This sounds (laughs) like a
1: man who would thrive in a retirement community. (laughs)
2: He freedom. he's arriving, living his life just free. Now that he's retired, so,
1: do we, without having in the numbers,
2: and imagine having an Uber to every single one of those places, especially no, with your golf gear or your the golf
1: retirement gear. community has these places,
2: but people don't want to stay in a retirement home. Sometimes
1: they need to. Do we? Do we want to govern this country?
2: They want to live in a house where they can have all their grandchildren come home, too. The grandchildren come
1: over there. They just can't spend the night. And they don't want the grandkids spending the night.
2: No, it's terrible.
0: God, just say you want to put Van in a fucking
1: retirement home already. No, she's already aged out. She's grandfathered (laughs) in. This will start with the next wave of retirees. Oh, God. I
0: love it real quick should girls in re- relationships post thirst traps or i guess just girls
1: in general posting thirst traps what <laughs> um hey. is this a morgan question it sounded like morgan. this was oh um, <laughs> should girls post thirst traps N- no I, I i don't know if they want to maybe if they in a relationship
2: Guys post thirst traps. I mean, well, guys who actually have nice bodies post their straps. You know, just like a shirtless picture at the gym. That's the same thing that we do.
1: Yeah, but does anybody post, like, are we at this? I mean, I guess it depends on your stage of life. I don't think anybody, like, in our age bracket is still posting thirst traps. If so, that's, like, kind of weird.
0: Definitely posting thirst traps. We have,
1: we have a friend who posts thirst traps every day. You're talking about more? Oh, God. Dang <laughs> it.
2: <laughs> Me?
1: No, nigga. <laughs> oh, God.
2: Okay. You like, have
0: been know. liable to post some thirst traps, though.
1: Oh, absolutely.
2: I barely ever post a thirst trap.
1: Got it. We're no saying anything.
2: Like, maybe once every month, there's a day where... God. Once just... every month? Yeah.
1: That's not a little. That's at least 12 years. I smack my wife once every month. That's a lot. <laughs>
2: I mean, that's a
0: great way to put things. I'm going to start using it. I'll
2: just be posting things that are relevant and happening in my life. Like tanning. I'm tanning.
1: Tanning zoomed in on the cheeks. That's not tanning.
2: I didn't zoom in on cheeks.
1: Cap. That picture was edited to only show like your front half and the cheeks. And the cheeks was the biggest part of the picture.
2: Oh, my God. I did flash my nipple, though.
1: No, it did Got it. Got it. Not posting thirst reps,
0: though. Sh- <laughs> showing nipples. That was nipple accident.
2: I was just showing off my tan, and then I realized the next day that my nipple was definitely showing. But I covered it up with, like, you know, a, a little caption. <sighs> so, I, I really, was, like, I they're a few posting comments on it.
1: Yeah, um... It does seem like they're poaching these thirst traps without realizing it. I would want to like sit down and have an intervention with these thirst trap individuals and ask like what their end goal is at this stage. I
0: mean, if you're still single, you're trying to get a man.
1: Yeah, but are you? Because I feel like the people who be posting thirst traps also be the people who I don't need a man or I don't want a man.
2: So, <laughs> I, like, what's a man. I mean, maybe like a free meal. See, we got one of the
1: thirst trappers right here. I don't need a man. Then what are you going (laughs) to thirst trapping for? What is the end goal
2: I was just giving a reason why they would be posting that. Not me, not I, but how someone else might.
1: So what is your reason? Are you trying to land a
2: man? I don't ever post thirst traps.
1: When you do post your thirst traps once a month, 12 times a year, frequently, what is your end goal? What is the reason?
2: I just felt cute.
1: You felt cute. Well, let me tap into my inner Kevin Samuels for a moment. You'll never achieve a high-value man doing shit like that. <laughs> and that's where I'm going to leave it.
2: <laughs> I agree with you. Ooh. Thank you. But, you know, and the off chance I meet, I'm really cool sugar daddy then
1: it's oh my god that's it that was your <laughs> end goal you're looking for a sugar daddy why didn't you just come forth and say that
2: but i didn't say i'm not looking actively looking for a sugar daddy but that's you what know.
1: they all say I'm not actively looking but if it falls into my lap while i thirst trap things that would grab <laughs> his attention you're looking
2: but i mean that would be a very rare occurrence because i mean it's not like sugar daddies mm-hmm. are just pouring through my instagram let me let
0: me get your insight on this though people in relationships is it bad like are we anti people relationships posting thirst traps because like what if we're talking about saying that people are looking for a man for example like what are you
1: what are you posting these for then?
2: i think out of a respect thing you should definitely at least tone it down a bit
1: yeah i'd agree out of respect there are certain like if you go to the beach and you're taking like pics in your bikini that's one thing but if you're like in your bed in your house in your mom's bathroom because she's got the good mirror with lighting and you're striking poses in the winter in your bathing suit. It's like you're not fooling nobody bitch.
0: And uh, literally unless it's like your career where you're making money off of it in some capacity. It's like what are you doing it
1: for? <laughs> yeah. That's when it starts getting weird when like yeah, Charlie's post to. Uh, felt cute, might delete later. And we're it's, not
2: doing that. It's
1: we can't December done. in their bathing suit. Like, why were you in
2: this? The only time I could see it being acceptable is if, like, the, the girl's, like, an influencer or a model and, like, that's just her job. Like, you knew it before going in. Or if yes. she was, like, a stripper or... Huh? ...at Hooters. Something like that. Like, a job that she did, that, you know, she had to be a little revealing. So I she could dropped, understand.
0: Drop that personal uh, tidbit in there, worked at Hooters, you know? Try to Nah,
1: because like, you know. I gotta address that. If you had a man during that period of your life who was like, nah, I don't like this, would you have stopped working at Hooters?
2: Um, no.
1: I feel like the money was too
2: good. Oh, but I did stop working at Hooters because of a boyfriend. <laughs> hey,
1: yo! You so-
2: <laughs> But <laughs> then you literally
1: did exactly know, what that's it
2: because did. he said he would pay my rent. Did he? Yeah. So Okay.
1: So, Shout out.
2: I did this traffic is, work and I got the money that he would and he would just give it to me in cash.
1: This nigga hated the idea of old men seeing you, flirting with you, giggling at you so much, he paid you to have you not go. Yeah. That screams insecurity, Morgan. Oh, oh,
2: yeah,
1: he was a psycho. Cause he got the bag. I might put my foot... Down. Well, I wouldn't personally care. I can understand a nigga being like, nah, you can't work there. But a nigga being like, you can't work there here, have this check instead, that's wild.
2: <laughs> what can you do? Thanks
1: right. <laughs> If
0: you want to be Morgan's next insecure boyfriend, uh, hit our DMs, and we'll be doing Porch Talk Bachelorette soon. Shout out.
2: No, I don't want an insecure boyfriend, but definitely... Um, throw some money at me
1: would you take insecure and jealous if it came with the right amount of money no let I, me ask again
2: I couldn't I couldn't do it last time like
1: let me ask again you could take cheating for the right amount of money so could you take insecure and jealous for the right amount of money I don't know Oh my god!
2: They get really psycho. Like they will kill you. At least if someone's cheating, like oh, well, they so. still could kill you. I've watched enough Dateline. But you know, insecure, jealous, like they started playing fake scenarios, and then you're trapped in their room, and then they kill you. So
1: yeah, know. I have heard some cooked up stories that like niggas just made up in their head. And it's like, what make you think your girl doing this right now? <laughs> I just know. I know it's happening. I said, bro, like, she's at the gym. Like, where did you get this idea from?
2: <laughs> Once my ex, we were um, at this diner after we went out, like, drinking. We were literally with his family, and they just left. They didn't go to the diner with us. He thought, for some reason, I had his phone, even though he had both my phone and his phone. And I went to the bathroom it's a, a single person bathroom so just mind that i hear like a knock on it and i'm like it's being used all of a sudden i see a fucking foot come through the door um, what yeah he literally broke down the door because he thought like i had his phone and my phone and i was like plotting on cheating on him
1: let's <laughs> do something Yeah, so he was
2: crazy, I'm telling you. So, no, I could not deal with that for, I don't care how much money. That can stay the fuck away from me.
0: If you want to date Morgan, do not be an insecure, jealous man. It's not going to work out for you.
1: (laughs) But you can cheat, so that's one of the perks.
2: (laughs) If you have
0: enough money, you can cheat.
2: Pros and cons, pros and cons.
0: All right, let's do a real quick porch talk, sports talk. The draft (laughs) happened. Eagles had a good draft. We got A.J. Brown. Paid him $100 million, but we got A.J. Brown.
1: That's big. Him and Devontae Smith are real big. Um, you still got Jalen, so it's nothing to be happy about. But, it's big. <laughs>
0: oh, but at least uh, we don't have whoever you guys drafted. The USC receiver. Drake London.
2: Yeah.
0: And you guys picked up, uh, who was that? Matt Corral or whatever? Who was that? Whoever the. No, you picked up Desmond Ritter, the QB.
1: Yeah, from Cincy. Didn't love that with Malik still on the board. But apparently there's a lot of questions about Malik and. I will give it. Cincinnati does play bigger competition than Liberty. So,
0: ooh, we have some um, non-sports breaking news, but it looks like the Supreme Court is going to vote to strike down Roe versus Wade. Well, uh, put that on the docket for next week's episode for sure, because that's going to have some major implications.
2: Yeah, that's
0: crazy. Um, all right, let's. Anything else? Sports talk, sports talk. We we'll wrap it up. Um,
1: I, I don't really have anything actually.
0: All right, cool. Let's do some music and TV recommendations.
1: TV Yellowstone, that shit is fucking fire. Music wise, I won't go a boogie again. Y'all are lucky. <laughs> um, I've been listening to a lot of uh, Polo G. I'll just say Fame and Riches or Roddy Rich.
2: TV. I just watched something about Pam. Uh, it's a crime show. It was re- it was pretty interesting, and it's based on a true story. Um, so that was good. And then I've been listening to Larry June a lot, and specifically Numbers' his album today. It's fire, if you haven't heard it.
0: Uh, TV-wise, if you haven't watched Moon Knight... Great, great show on Disney Plus. Highly recommend it. Um, music wise, gonna be bringing back a classic. Wale, more about nothing. Now on Spotify. Um, still holds up. I was bumping it earlier today. Still holds up. So hype about that. Don't like that artists keep like making big announcements about their old mixtapes being on streaming stuff. It's like cool, but you don't have to make a huge announcement about it. I agree. Um. All right. With that being said, we're gonna wrap this podcast up. Thank you for listening. As always, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, Twitch Talk No A. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Leave a review on Spotify. Share the podcast with a friend. We greatly appreciate you for listening. We'll be back next week. Peace.
1: Okay. Hold up. Wait a minute. All good. Just a week ago, crew at my house and we party every weekend. So on the radio, that's my favorite song. Make me bounce around like I don't know, like I won't be here long. Now the thrill is gone. Got no patience, cause I'm not a doctor. No. Go. Why is you lying? Bro, why you move faster? Yeah, me, Kasa, casa Gotta strip it like Gaza. Got so high off volcanoes. Now the flow is so lava. Yeah, we fit that saliva. I do got message from Viber. Either the head is so hydra, or we let Vikas be Vikas. My God, you. Yeah. I'm outside in an AMG. Right outside. TT. Two turn, baby girl, you so know baby, m- girl, you know me.